Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, and stations or employees. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, Skype, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other social media networks, Exxon Radio TV. It's that simple. 
and our main website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, this hour, my guest is Todd Brady, Brandy, and uh, we're going to be talking to Todd about his new book, Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires. Todd has a master's degree and professional development certification from Stanford University in strategic decision and risk management, giving him the knowledge and depth to extend his practice to those looking for ways to improve their business or organization's uh, team dynamic. He enjoys working with entrepreneurs who are trying to set up new businesses or get themselves more time to what they are really feeling passionate about and pursuing. Now, uh, a former zombie who progressed into a vampire before awakening to real life, Todd is the author of Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires, an inspirational guide for survival among the non-living. Todd is a certified life coach with a master's degree. He is also a motivational speaker who works with teens and entrepreneurs to help them uncover and pursue their true passions. Now, his book, Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires, is available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble, and his website is www.discoverabalance.com. Joining us from Colorado is Todd Borandi, and uh, Todd, welcome to the X-Zone. Well, thanks for having me, Rob. Vampires and uh, zombies. What's the correlation between vampires, zombies, and entrepreneurs? <laughs> That's a that's an interesting way to put it. Mm -hmm. The uh, I think you can you can probably bring up YouTube or or any number of sources to to find the answer to the zombie side of that. Um, just just uh, look at the the folks that are so involved with their cell phones that they're walking into fountains or walking into each other. Mm -hmm. um, the the zombie part of this is the the part of society that's gotten themselves so wrapped up in in technology and in and in the need for information that uh, they can't complete whole sentences when they're uh, involved in their phones and trying to text somebody and carry on a conversation at the dinner table. It's it's an interesting sight to see. The vampire side of that uh, equation are the are those folks that are out there that. Uh, you hear about this all the time, where somebody goes to work for a company and gives that company 15 years, and they're told that they're the lifeblood of the organization, and then two years before they're supposed to retire, they're laid off, mm. or there's a restructuring in the company. So the, the correlation that we're looking at between the zombies and the vampires and the entrepreneurs some of the folks that I've worked with, they're, they're, they, they wake up. They start asking questions about why they're giving so much of their life to corporations that they can see are not going to uh, give them anything in return. And they, get, they, they have questions and, and want to pursue different passions. And so they look to the folks that are around them and ask them to you know, does this make sense? Is this right? They start asking the right questions, but of course the questions that they're asking are usually to other zombies who don't want to get out of the, the boat. All right, you and I have to take our news break, uh, not our news break, All our right. first commercial break, I should say. We'll be back in two minutes. We're talking about 
Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires. That's the name of Todd's book. His website is www.discoverabalance.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. And we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Todd Morandi and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Don't go away. Till the morning light. I see us on the shore. Nicholas P. Jinnix is a lover of humanity and a seeker of truth. Using facts and not opinion, he exposes misconceptions spread by religious and political organizations. While theology, engineering, and science were his fields of academics, history, philosophy, and humanities are his fields of research. His article entitled, The Obama-Iran Nuclear Deal Must Be Stopped, exposes lies by Obama to approve a nuclear deal. This deal benefits Iran domestically and militarily, but compromises the security of the United States. The Genix article is provided on the internet link, www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng1. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng1. Reef is your host. Reef is your guide. Are you happy? Happiness is like trying to find water in the desert. Can you find any? Sometimes, sure, but only a few drops. God is an ocean of joy, but God is not cheap. You cannot find God in a chemical. You must attract God's attention. How? Not by living to please your senses. That is false ego. The Matrix is not real. It is a computer-enhanced hallucination. You are spirit soul, not the body. We have forgotten how splendid our home really is, the spiritual sky. For more information, visit reeshasongofblue.com. That's www.reeshasongofblue.com. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers. They have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear tempest, butt bubbles, bottom burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Todd Morandi is my special guest. His website is www.discoverabalance.com. He's the author of Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires, and his book is available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Todd, you and I were uh, talking during the commercial break, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I fully understand what you mean about people just using their texting and walking into into things, walking into fountains, not looking where they're going. Uh, what will people what would people do if they just didn't have these electronic devices anymore? And and as a motivational speaker and as someone who helps entrepreneurs and uh, business people, do you find that all this texting and the use of of electronic handheld mobile devices is actually taking away from the communication skills of people? Well, absolutely. I think people, you know, I have a teenage daughter mm -hmm. and she tells me about uh, her friends that break up with each other over text. They don't even have to look face to face or carry on a conversation. Um, everything's being conducted mm -hmm. through through this text messaging uh process and so uh, we were talking as well it looks it, it's as if the, the social standards are changing it's okay for people to bring their smartphones into uh, your house if you invite somebody over for a meal they it, it seems to be okay for some people to to come in and uh, text like they have something that's more important that they do I, I find it very rude you know? I do as well yeah it, my wife and I, we go out to restaurants and, uh, you know, we sit, we talk, we communicate and we're looking, we look around and you've got a family, a mom and dad and a couple of kids and they're all texting. Like, what right. is wrong with society? When did we go from a society that communicates to a society that texts? And what, what about the language? L-O-L, L-M-A, you know, and all these different... All these different uh, acronyms that the kids have, and that the office well, people are using as well. Right, and and I think you you make a good point. And something that is even more interesting than that is if you're out in a restaurant. Something I've tried, and and I haven't done any any scientific studies on mm -hmm. this, but uh, I've gone out to the restaurant and waited until people were eating their meal or not in their cell phone and i would pick up my phone for 20 seconds and i would look around and people would feel like they're missing something <laughs> there would be people at other tables picking up their phones you know did i get a text did i get you oh, know what so. what is it what information am i missing it's amazing yeah you know in in, in your in your book you used uh, zombies and vampires to describe our society. How can we get out of the coffin? How can we get life back into our life? How can we cast the zombie and vampire um, way of living away? I, I think really the, the basis to that or the, the basic steps to that is identifying that we do have uh, uh, an addiction to information and to technology and to this this mob mentality that that has just become part of our our society and what we've forgotten to do is really spend time uh, examining and looking at 
ourselves and asking ourselves those important questions. And so when I'm working with somebody and, and mm-hmm. doing the, the coaching, um, it comes down to asking the right questions at the right time and letting people really determine what it is that they want to do and that they have a desire to do. Um, I worked with one young lady who she graduated from from college and the day she graduated we were talking and she said Mm -hmm. I'm I'm miserable and I said well why you just graduated you just got your degree and she said I I don't know what I'm gonna do with the degree I don't I don't I don't want to do anything associated with the degree that I got and so that's that's uh, another point where she went along with with what she was told that she needed to do uh, rather than really thinking for herself. So our ability to disconnect from the technology and listen to ourselves mm-hmm. is really important in that process. But I'm sure you hear a lot of people say, in business we need to have this instant communication. We need to have all this data at our disposal. How do you How do you deal with that kind of thinking where people actually think they need to be overloaded with information well and i think that's the that's where the vampires do come in because a lot of companies you show up at the companies and they issue you a smartphone Mm -hmm. and they know that if you have that smartphone you're going to work more than eight hours they'll issue you a laptop because they know you'll take that laptop home and work at night and the the business need for that that inundation of of information and data has seeped over into our our personal lives and we carry that home and and so now we get ourselves wrapped up in different social media and Mm -hmm. we we have to stay constantly connected we don't want to miss anything what are some of the questions we should be asking ourselves about are we a vampire are we a zombie? And what are the upsides and what are the downsides? So how do, how, how do we rationalize this with ourselves? Well, when I, when I created the book, I actually had a lot of, of fun. I wanted to do something that, that I enjoyed. So mm-hmm. if you go out to Amazon.com and you bring up the book, it has that look inside feature to it. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that you're able to see is I, just, I put in there a fact sheet. So a fact sheet for zombies and a fact sheet for vampires. And it gives you a description and, and some meal preferences, manner of dress, and, and that type of thing um, that, that goes through and, and talks about some of the qualities that you might see if you're a zombie or a vampire. Uh, as far as the questions to start asking yourself, you, you might, if you're at work and something doesn't seem right to you and you you bring that to the forefront and you you talk to coworkers about it and you say you know this this just doesn't make sense the the business that that we're conducting this just doesn't make sense and your coworkers uh shut you down and say okay don't rock the boat yeah. just just keep your head down and you know that way you don't you don't get laid off and that's that's a person that's waking up that's that's starting to ask questions of themselves um, a person who can look in the mirror and and really examine who they are and and ask the question, who am I? And 
get past the get past the meat suit, get past the you know color of the hair and the the receding hairline and the crooked teeth or or whatever. It that's that's where the person start is is really starting to do an examination of themselves. You know, in today's job market, the employers feel that they have the right to take advantage and to abuse the employees because, hey, if you don't want the job, there's somebody right around the corner who will take it. How do we work this into the equation? Well, and I think that goes back to the passion of what it is that you want to do. Um, A lot of people that I've talked to are extremely successful, Mm -hmm. but they're afraid to take that next step because of the fear of the unknown. And so we do the, the, the same thing. Employees go and they, uh, you know, they compete with others for one job and there are 50 candidates and, and they get offered the job and you look at the job description and it says at the bottom, you know, may, may require, <laughs> may require uh, large amounts of travel um, any duties not assigned, you know, and, and it's just a blanket statement mm-hmm. in the job descriptions. If you're not passionate about wanting to do that and, and that isn't something that you're really excited about doing, then you should be asking your, yourself the question about why it is that you're, you're pursuing that job. And most people's initial response is going to be, I've got to keep food on the table. Exactly. I've got to take care I've got to take care of my family, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that is that is true. There there is an element of that, but the the question that I come back to with with a lot of folks is, but what's your passion? If you if this is something that you're going to do while you pursue your passion, what is your passion? So are you saying that people should use the job that they're not happy with as a bridge until they get to that place where they are going to be happy and where they are actually working in something that they are passionate about? I I think that that's that's a good point and it's something it's a it's a chapter in the mm-hmm. book that I I titled Win in Rome. I mean you you have a system that's been put in front of you and there is a there is a part where you are going to start to awaken to what it is you're passionate about and what it is you really want to do with your life and what it is that gets you excited and while you're pursuing that you you still have you you still have uh responsibilities to your family and everything Mm -hmm. else so this is this is like technology everything in moderation you know i don't i don't advocate a person going out and dropping everything that they're doing to pursue a passion, but there there is a path that the person can get themselves on. But I also reach. but I also think that there also has to be a realistic path that the person is on, because Absolutely. they may be passionate about something that is totally, totally out of their job skill range. Absolutely, and our, and that is that you, is a true statement. All right, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Todd, please stand by. Exonation. Todd Brandy is my special guest. His website is www.discoverabalance.com. And he's the author of Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires. Sounds like a girl I once went out with. 
Hmm. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. This is the X-Zone Radio and TV Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and our worldwide broadcast affiliates. If you have a question for Rob McConnell or his guest, or if you have had a paranormal experience, call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 0, or email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. And on our major social media sites, our address is TV. scientist that don't impress me much so you got the brain but have you got the touch now don't get me wrong yeah i think you're all right but that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night 
that don't impress me much. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon, and I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, Skype, Twitter, MySpace, Facebook, you name it. One address, Exxon Radio TV. And our website is www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Todd Morandi. His website is www.discoverabalance.com. And we're talking about his fascinating book. And I'm telling you, it's it's a different way of looking at things. It makes you think and probably say, oh my God, that is so true. The name of his book is... Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires. It's available at Amazon.com and Barnes and & Noble. And, uh, you know, you and I were talking off air, and, what it, you know, you bring up a lot of valid points, and, and we were talking about the educational system, about preparing kids for the world, and uh, it seems that, this is just my opinion, Todd, that they're missing the big picture when it comes to getting a child through elementary school into high school. You go to grade 12, you think on the way you want to be a doctor. Well, maybe you want to be a dentist. Maybe you want to be a computer guru. Maybe then you get to the end of grade 12 and it's like, what do I do now? How do we, how can, how can we better prepare the children for the future so that they can they can build a stronger world well and i think that that that's a that's a great point that that transition point there are critical transition points for kids Mm -hmm. because they they go through an elementary a middle school and a high school and and each one of those transition points has the the opportunity to create a, a great perspective and and that's that's something else that I mentioned in the book is that it doesn't matter how close you are to somebody else. Uh, they could be raised in the same house with you, but a, a single experience changes your entire perspective. And when a child goes through school, if they're getting the support for the things that they're passionate about, that, that excites them. They want to do more of it. They want to be involved with it mm-hmm. and, and not let that go. If a child is told that they're, they have to take this, you know, the reading, writing, and arithmetic, you have to take this class because it's required. Well, why is it required? Well, because the state requires it. Well, why does the state require it? Well, because you can't go to college unless you have it. Okay, well, if I take it and I go to college, then what? Exactly. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's going through that process. And of course, in today in today's economy, when you're talking about going to college, my lord, you're talking about a hefty chunk of money. Sure, and, and but the but the other side of that sales pitch is if you want to have a good living, you have to go to college. Ah, uh, you see, and, and you, so, you you used a wonderful word there that I that would have never crossed my mind. Sales pitch. Yes. It is in a lot of in a lot of ways. You yeah. you have to 
when when you create that disconnect and you start asking yourself these types of questions, you start to look at things differently, and your perspective changes on what it is that you're the information that you're being fed, and the way you choose to react to it. You know. Here in Hamilton, we have McMaster University, we have Mohawk College, and I have a granddaughter who graduated uh, with a degree on the Dean's Honor Roll, and in order for her to get into the field that she wants, now she's graduated from university, she has to go to college now. And take college right. courses. Right. And then, even then, there's no guarantees. And here you've got a young lady who has studied very hard to get where she is today. And yet there's no guarantees. She spent six years at Mac. She's going to spend another two years, uh, I believe it's two years, even one year. Seven years to get where she wants to be to follow her passion. And when she gets to the end of the road, at the yellow brick road to the Emerald City, the gates may not be opened. How does this right. affect a child or, or anybody? Well, and I think that that's, that is the point where people either, they either uh, start asking themselves serious questions about the passion that they have. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that... Uh, even if the even if the gates are closed, if somebody's truly passionate about doing something, they're they're going to find a path. They're going to find a way to to make that work for them. Um, we had talked off air, and and you had said that you you have been doing this for 22 years. Yes. And, yeah. and so I'm sure that that path was very easy for you, right? Cool. You, you never had any potholes or stumbling blocks ever. You right. kidding? I, I learned how to resurface highways, build overpasses, and you name it. No, it right. no, it hasn't been easy at all. Right, but it's pa- it, it's your passion. That's right. It's what you enjoy doing. Yeah. And so, people when they when they slip into being a zombie, they they go and they settle. They they settle for the job. They settle right. for the paycheck. They settle for the money. And if the gate appears to be closed, and you go well. Um, I, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to do this, but I still have a car payment. I, I still have bills to meet. I still need to be able to pay for my cable. Yeah. That's, that, that's where people start to slide backwards. And, and, or they start asking themselves serious questions about why it is that they're passionate about what it is they want to do and, and what other roads that, or <laughs> to use your analogy, how, how to build a highway yeah. up and over the gate, right? Or through the mountain. If you can't get around it, go right through it. Um, That's right. But how do we... You and I are from different schools. We didn't have the amount of social stress that that the younger generation and people who were looking at following their passion had. Um, how do we how do we get them to keep the passion, keep the fire burning in order in order for them to build that highway or build that tunnel in order to get to their their goal? The interesting thing I think about uh, about teens and and kids is they they always uh, 
they always gauge based off the responses that they get from the people they ask questions of. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come to their parents and their grandparents, and they're, they're going to, it, it may not be a direct question, but it, that's when they're giving them the opportunity to give them some, some feedback that they can use and carry with them. You know, they, they, you know, I really enjoyed doing this, or, you know, I wish I had a camera so that I could go and take some photos like mm-hmm. my friend. Um, these are, these are clues for us to pick up on that, that there is some, there is a desire there. There is a passion there. And, and if we, if we help reinforce at that point, and we're not so wrapped up in our own lives at that time, then we, we have the ability. The kids, kids will come back time and time and time again um, to, to feed off of, literally feed off of their parents. I mean, you, you think about the energy exchange, that, yes, that happens between the, between the parents and the, and the child. It, when a child is really young, um, it's it's fun to watch because the child will go and they look like the roadrunner and mm-hmm. they're just running around, running around, running around, and then they jump up in their parents' lap for a few minutes and they calm down long enough to pull energy from their parents and then they're off and running again. Mm-hmm. Of course, the parent looks like they're they're about to die um, because they've just been drained of their energy and. You hear people say it all the time. I didn't do anything today, but yeah. watch the kids, and I, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Energy vampires. Energy vampires. You know, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned about the children, because when a child is, is using their imagination and playing out uh, different roles, if they play cowboys and Indians, cops and robbers, firemen, whatever, I, I think that these are these are keys that, Parents need to pay attention to because this is what the child is saying that they'd like to pursue. And I don't think that very many parents in today's society, because of the social responsibilities that they find themselves in, actually have the time to notice what their child is aspiring to be or or wants to pursue. Right, and that it's usually a you know don't be silly or put that away exactly. or you know you're don't don't waste your time with that. Um, so yes, I I agree, and I think that that's that's really hard for the child because again the the, mm-hmm. the children are taking their cues from the parents. So if the parents all they do when they get home from work is sit and uh, sit in front of their TV. Then here, here's a here's a great example. You know, you think about your day. Do you get up in the morning and you get a shower, and you go down and you turn the TV on, you mm-hmm. grab something, and then you go to work, and then you come home from work, and then you sit and you watch the evening news, and then you get on your computer, and then you go to bed, and then you get up and you do it all the next day. Yeah. What kind of message is that giving to your child? Well, it's not giving a very good message. Uh, you know, it's you know, I I can't I can't uh, I can't say anything else except it's not give, giving a very good message because you're not spending enough time with the family, and that's another thing that we see in today's families, is that there is not the structure within the family, where you have mom and dad and the family sitting down having breakfast, and then mom or mom and dad or mom or dad goes to work. And then when they come back, 
what used to be traditionally a family supper, in many houses, you, you don't have that anymore. And I think that this is a major part of the social um, social breakup that we're seeing. And, you know, there's no more communication between the family unit unless it's texting to one another, which I think is so ridiculous. Right. You know, that, that, that's an amazing thing to see, for sure. And, and but take it take it a step further and and look at yourself as an individual and how mm-hmm. much time here's another question for you okay how much time do you really give to yourself where you are not being distracted by uh, music or news reports or anything else how much time do you give yourself in a single day where you don't have some type of distraction interrupting your your thought process and the things that the questions that your mind have for you you see for me that's very easy the answer is how long did i sleep right right and that's that is that is the the point where i started to ask that question Mm -hmm. and the one of the first steps for me was i'd get up in the morning and I'd do the same thing as everybody else, but I'd get up in the morning and I'd turn on the news and I'd watch the news yeah. at, in the evening. And so I stopped watching the news in the morning. I'd turn, I would not turn the TV on in the morning. And the first time I tried that, it lasted two minutes. <laughs> I, I, I had to turn it on. Yeah. I, it, and, and the excuse I gave myself was, I just need the noise. And the noise is a distraction. It keeps you from... from listening to your own mind. I agree with you 100%. Plus, the way that I look at it, when you watch the news first thing in the morning, and being a member of the media, I know for a fact that if it don't bleed, it don't lead. (laughs) You're going to get negativity hitting you first thing in the morning. Absolutely. So what I do now, when I get up and have my coffee... I turn on the comedy channel and start my day with a laugh. That's excellent. Right. You and I have to take our final break, Todd. Please stand by. Exonation, Todd Brandy is our special guest. And I'll bet you a lot of you are asking yourselves right now if you're a zombie or a vampire. Well, there's a very simple way to find out and to find out how you can shut it off and how you can turn your life around and, and how you can follow that passion simply by going to www.discoverabalance.com or going to amazon.com or Barnes & Noble and buying a copy of Todd's book entitled Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires. Once again, Todd Brandy is our guest, and Todd and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we conclude this hour here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Oh, hey, listen, don't forget, October 15th, the Halloween edition of the X Chronicles will be available worldwide. We'll be back. Don't go away. Born a Shiite Muslim and taught the Quran in his youth are some of the reasons why President Obama has an affinity for Islam and the Muslim people. His nuclear deal with Iran allows them to obtain over $150 billion to stimulate their country domestically and militarily while pursuing their objective to develop a nuclear bomb. 
a groundbreaking article by Nicholas Jennings titled, Obama Continues to Lie to the American People, exposes many lies Obama has made. It includes lies to the American people on the Obama-Iran nuclear deal and Benghazi. The Jennings article is provided on the internet link, www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Path Home Shamanic Art School is a -a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. Path Home's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Nation, uh, we're talking about awakening among zombies and vampires this hour. Todd Barandi's my special guest. His website is www.discoverabalance.com. And his book, Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires, is available at Amazon.com and Barnes and Noble. Um, how do how do we how do we get the people who are starting to to pursue their dream their passion todd how, how do we how do we get them to ward off the negativity that i'm sure they're bound to get in their in their pursuit um i don't what do we do i think i think a big part of that is 
for them to, we had talked about it before, um, when you start asking the right questions mm-hmm. and you start going down that path, your passion starts to grow, you start to get excited about um, what it is that, that you truly want to do and your perspective on things. But I'm sure there comes a time, I, I, maybe, I, maybe I should have asked the question another way. How do we, how do we reinforce their belief, their passion when they start doubting themselves? And this is going to happen. It is, and, and unfortunately, I think a lot more people try to keep uh, people in their in their box. Mm-hmm. So the reinforcement part of that is to let them know that it is okay, that, that they, they have this light in their eyes, that they have this excitement in their voice when they talk about these things, and they shouldn't just let it die, that they're, they're you know, if they're truly passionate about it, they can find a way to make it work. It is about asking yourself more questions and and really trying to, to see how to build that highway that you had mentioned yeah. earlier. And of course, there's going to be jealousy and be between the person who is pursuing their dream, pursuing their passion, and those around him or her who would like to but just don't have the the drive that this person does, and they will try to keep this person back. Absolutely. And that's, that's probably one of the most important things is to realize that when you mm-hmm. start asking the questions, those that are closest to you are probably going to be the ones that are, are wanting you to remain a part of the, the mob. They, yeah. they want you to stay in that place because they're either, they either need your strength to help support them yeah. or they're feeding off of you. So they want you right where you are. Todd, we've run out of time for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, take care of yourself, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet back here in the Exxon to discuss Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires. Rob, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Sir, the pleasure was indeed all mine. Have a nice night, Todd. Take care of yourself. Exonation Nation, Todd Brandy has been my guest this hour. www.discoverabalance.com Awakening Among Zombies and Vampires is his book. It's available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. I'll be back on the other side of this news break at the top of the hour, so don't go away.